Hi, this is Eva, and welcome to Shine Lab Podcast, where we focus on the strategies and insights key to living your brilliant life. In our last episode, we talked about definitive boundaries, the no that really means no, and the hidden internal voices, which I call the internal trolls, that like to sabotage our healthy boundary making. They do it with their quibbling and arguing and gnashing of teeth the moment we make a boundary in our own best interest. You'll hear them in the seconds and minutes after you make your boundary. Their message is self-doubt, and they are full of arguments as to why you shouldn't have made the boundary you did. They show up in all different ways and wherever they can, and unfortunately, not just in boundary making. In today's episode, we begin the process of working with our internal trolls to create enough freedom from them so you can go ahead and take the actions you need to experience the life you want to live. The first thing to know about our internal trolls is that they are always with us, chatting it up in the background. And though they may at times mimic healthy self-talk, there is nothing healthy about them. What separates the internal trolls from important self-reflection is their message, which is uniformly self-deprecating and undermining. While healthy self-reflection has the hallmarks of curiosity, openness, reasonableness, and calm, the internal trolls thrive on fear, reactivity, and ultimately abandonment of you. They are truly your own worst enemy, and they know you. This is why it's hard to get super specific about the various internal trolls, because they are unique to each person, each person's fears and life story, and they operate on the inside track of all that you fear most. Which, of course, makes you the potential expert on your internal trolls, which is a good thing but a potential that can only be realized if you spend time listening in to what they have to say. But there's more to it than that. The listening to work needs to happen in a very particular way, with a spirit and in an attitude of interest and curiosity. The kind of listening that says, oh, that's interesting, and really means it because they're tracking and observing and cataloging their internal trolls like a field scientist would some reclusive and rare specimen. Can you feel the detachment and ease in the response? Oh, that's interesting. When we commit to deeply discover the messages our internal trolls routinely broadcast with a spirit of curiosity and detachment, and I can't emphasize enough that how you listen is the key here. Two things start to happen. One, their elevator pitch, the message the trolls are always trying to sell you, becomes more familiar. And two, the familiarity over time breeds a kind of skepticism and even growing disinterest with their repetitious message. You know, the old adage, familiarity breeds contempt. But the absolutely best thing about a continued detached listening is a kind of softening that happens in the panic response to what the trolls have to say. And the absolutely best thing about that softening is the moment of opportunity it creates, 
not just to feel less fear, to be less bullied, but to do something your fear did not previously allow, which is to take an entirely new action, an action out of step with the dictates of your internal trolls, an action in keeping with what, with what it is you want, an action unlike the old actions you usually take that have predictably led you into old, worn out, tired out outcomes. The predictable outcomes you want to be free from but have been tethered to through the complicity and brainwashing of your internal trolls, an action that puts you on the path to your freedom. It's exciting, it's possible, and it all starts with the simple act of listening in on your internal trolls in a spirit of curiosity and detachment. Now at this point, a lot of people sensing freedom in the air go totally crazy. They're like, I've been listening to those messages for years now. I already know everything I can possibly know about them. I'm going straight for freedom's door and maybe brandishing a sword, they go charging headlong into battle. And that's when I cringe because that's the absolute best way to get your head handed to you on a platter. The period of detached observation cannot be shortchanged, a period which for some goes on longer than for others, because more than just knowledge is gained during this period. In fact, what we're after here is not knowledge at all, though knowledge is the pathway what we're after is the softening, the loosening of response to our trolls that happens after a tipping point in knowledge is met. And this is such an important point. I'm just going to say it again. What we're after is the softening, the loosening of response to our trolls that happens after a tipping point in knowledge is met. The softening of our fear response to the internal trolls marks the moment when real change is possible, when a step taken in a new direction stands a chance of getting traction. So let's take it all the way back to the beginning of our episode today, and let's commit to paying attention to what your internal trolls say whenever you make a boundary or take an action that gets them all riled up. And remember, they're easiest to hear in the moments just after you make your move. And while you're busy building their profile and working toward a tipping point of knowledge about them to loosen their grip, there's one last discussion we need to have before you're really ready to start making the boundaries you know you need and want. And it's about making boundaries safely, which is all about settling into the long game of real change, keeping yourself ready and able and optimized to succeed, which of course is the topic of our next episode. So that's it for today, and as always, to your shine.